Having just defeated the goblins at the cave mouth, the group considered their next move. The group is divided, but after much debate, they decided to bring the supplies to Phandalin without exploring the cave. Meanwhile, back in Phandalin, Barthen was concerned that Gundren and Sildar had not arrived on schedule as expected, and asked Ivor, a paladin who happened to be passing through Phandalin, to investigate the roads from Neverwinter. When he reached the site of the goblin ambush, he was also ambushed by four goblins. Despite being hit by two arrows, he quickly took two goblins down and caused the other two to flee. Ivor chased them down for miles until they ran into a clearing. The group was preparing to head back down the path towards the Tribor Trail when the two goblins ran into the clearing, followed by the paladin with two arrows sticking out of him. The group immediately started firing upon the goblins and dropped them quickly. After introductions and healing, upon hearing from Ivor that Sildar and Gundren never arrived in Phandalin, the group agreed that they should investigate the cave, with Ivor joining them. The group crossed the stream and waited by the entrance with torches, while Pippin snuck into the dark, dark cave just past the edges of the torchlight. Over the sound of water filling the caves, sensing a large opening to the left, Pippin signaled for the rest of the group to advance. There they saw two large wolves chained to an iron rod driven into the base of a stalagmite. The group decided to continue down the streamside passage. Turinim cast light on some coins, and the group advanced further into the cave. A short way beyond, they found a steep side passage on the other side of the shallow stream. They all crossed, and Pippin easily made his way up to the next landing. The rest of the group found it too dangerous to climb unassisted. Pippin went to the top of a second landing and tossed down his rope. He hammered a piton into the top of the landing, and as he finished, five filthy goblins stepped into a circle of light. The goblins approached the child curiously, while Pippin surreptitiously tied his rope around the piton. As the group made their way up the landing, the goblins grabbed Pippin. Lee made his way to the upper landing quickly, and the goblins attacked, while the rest of the group was still struggling below. During the melee, Lee tried to prevent the goblins from grabbing Pippin, but in his effort, he fell to the next lower landing, and fell unconscious. With Attilius throwing firebolts and Mala throwing her darts at the goblins, Pippin dodged and attacked, and the goblins were eventually all down, and the rest of the group made their way to the upper landing. Lee was then brought back to consciousness by Turnim. Looking around, the group saw a large open chamber to their left, and a tunnel to their right. Moving into the open chamber, they found a large cave divided in half by a ten-foot-high escarpment. A steep natural staircase led from the lower portion to the upper ledge. The air was hazy with the smoke of a cooking fire, and pungent from the smell of poorly cured hides and what must be the goblins' living quarters. At the top of the escarpment stepped a larger goblin, holding a bound and gagged and barely conscious Sildar Hallwinter. Holding Sildar over the edge of the precipice, with a blade to his throat, he yelled, Truce, or the human dies, down to the group. Who are you, and what do you want? Attilius called back. I am Yemek, the leader of the Kragmaw goblins here, and I want you to bring me the head of Clark. He's on the other side of the cave and thinks he can boss us around. Bring me his head, and I'll give you this human. 
otherwise he dies. In the midst of some debate over how to proceed, Lee threw his hand axe at Yimik. Yimik covered himself with Sildar, and the hand axe went right into Sildar's chest. Yimik slit Sildar's throat and dropped him off the ledge. Attilius immediately dropped Yimik with his magic missiles, and turned and rushed over to cast spare the dying on Sildar. There was an argument about Lee's rashness, but it was short-lived, as all ended well. With Sildar sabilized, Turnham healed his wounds, and they heard his story. As you already know, I agreed to accompany Gundren Rockseeker from Neverwinter to Phandalin to assist him in reopening the old mine, and help restore Phandalin to a civilized center of wealth and prosperity, Sildar told them. Gundren and his brothers, Thardin and Nundro, recently located an entrance to the long-lost Wave Echo Cave, the site of the mines of Phandelver's Pact. You see, more than 500 years ago, clans of dwarves and gnomes made an agreement known as Phandelver's Pact, by which they would share a rich mine in a wondrous cavern known as Wave Echo Cave. In addition to the mineral wealth, the mine contained great magical power. Human spellcasters allied themselves with the dwarves and gnomes to channel and bind that energy into a great forge called the Forge of Spells, where magic items could be crafted. Times were good, and the nearby human town of Phandalin prospered as well. But then disaster struck when orcs swept through the north and laid waste to all in their path. Then a powerful force of orcs, reinforced by evil mercenary wizards, attacked Wave Echo Cavern to seize its riches and magic treasures. Human wizards fought alongside their dwarf and gnome allies to defend the Forge of Spells, and the ensuing spell battle destroyed much of the cavern. Few survived the cave-ins and tremors, and the location of Wave Echo Cavern was lost. Gundren had a map showing the secret location of Wave Echo Cavern but the goblins took it when they captured us. I heard from the goblins that Clark, the bugbear who leads this goblin band, had orders to waylay us, and that the black spider sent word that the dwarf was to be brought to him. I don't know who or what the black spider is. I believe that Clark sent the map to Gundren, to the chief of the Kragmaws, at a place called Kragmaw Castle. I don't know where that is either, but someone in Phandalin might know. But the other reason I agreed to accompany Gundren is that I want to find out what happened to my good friend Iarno Albrecht, a human wizard and fellow member of the Lord's Alliance who disappeared shortly after arriving in Phandalin. He traveled to the town two months ago to establish order there, but the Lord's Alliance received no word from Iarno. Everyone agreed that before heading back to Phandalin, the group should search the rest of the cave for any clues to Gundren's whereabouts. Sildar insisted that despite being healed, he was in no shape to fight, and would hang back. The group headed back to the right channel, and followed it for a while, before arrows came into their circle of light, as they turned around a bend. Lee began firing arrows into the darkness ahead, while Pippin tossed his light corn as far as, as, far as he could. Up ahead, they could see goblins retreating across a bridge back into the darkness beyond. With the sound of a waterfall echoing through the cavern, the group charged ahead across the rickety bridge with their light in an effort to remove the goblins' advantage in the darkness. 
On the other side of the bridge they engaged a total of four goblins in a larger chamber, with two very large pools and a waterfall feeding the stream that flowed out of the cave. With Ivor and Mala engaging the goblins directly, Lee and Pippin firing arrows, and Attilius throwing firebolts, the four goblins were soon defeated. The group surveyed the chamber and found that the two large pools of water were surrounded by low field stone walls which served as dams holding the water in. Attilius concluded that the walls were structured in such a way as to allow the goblins to flood the tunnels below, flushing any intruders out of the caves entirely. After turn and bandaged everyone's wounds, the group headed through into a wide exit to the south, where they could see traces of light from a fire pit. Inside another large chamber, they saw two goblins sitting atop of sacks and crates piled up in the far end of the large cave. To the right, the floor sloped toward a narrow opening that descended into darkness, and in the middle of the cavern was a bugbear sitting by the smoldering coals of a large fire with his wolf as two goblins sat in the corner. The bugbear leaped up roaring, Who dares defy Clark? Clark will build a throne from your bones, puny ones! Immediately, Ivor charged at the bugbear with Mala close behind, while Lee and Pippin exchanged arrows with the two goblins. Attilius threw firebolts at the various opponents. Get him, Ripper! shouted the bugbear and the wolf leaped up onto Ivor, pinning him and tearing into his face. Everyone aimed their attacks at Ripper until he crumbled and fell off Ivor, whose eye had been badly mauled by the wolf. Everyone was badly wounded when Ivor finally struck the killing blows, slicing into Clark with his two long swords, causing Clark to stumble back into the coals where he died. One of the goblins, apparently not dead, crumpled against the sacks, began to clap and cried, Yay! You killed Clark! You killed Clark! 